we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Howdy, and welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. We're your hosts, Willow Truman. Sequoia Kennedy. And today we got a doozy for you. Another doozy? (laughs) We have a lot of doozies, but this one's extra doozy. I don't even know what that means. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so you know how back in like the 70s, 80s, there's a lot of there's a lot of Americans who feared secret societies of Satanists sexually abusing and sacrificing children. And some of those Americans even thought that maybe the United States government was responsible for those foul misdeeds. You remember? You remember that? Those those days of old? Yeah, the, <laughs> you know, because that <laughs> never happens anymore. No. <laughs> and you know what? The days of yore. Those people were right. They were completely and totally 100% correct. And I I say that with no hint of sarcasm at all. You know, that's that's why today we're going to be talking about one woman who went through that horrifying experience. One woman whose story has absolutely no holes in it. Because if it did, we would stick American flags in them. Oh, God damn it. You got to feel patriotic. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Wow. No holes. 100% true. Yeah. All right. Yep. Today, we'll be taking you through the transformation of Kathy O'Brien, who is only one of the many mind-controlled sex slaves to bravely speak out about their government-sponsored trauma-based mind-control program. Oh, hold on. That's a lot of words there. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of... Let it it sink. Let it wash over you. So it doesn't at, sound good. No, no. <laughs> at, at six years old, Kathy was sold into Project Monarch, which oh, okay. is a sub-project of MK Ultra, supposedly. Is, yeah. Is so she a- says. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. She was sold into Project Monarch by her father. Now, ever since recovering her memories at age 31, it's been Kathy's mission to blow the lid off this undercover operation. I can understand that. And it's also her husband Mark's mission, too. You see... Kathy met Mark because she was married to his business partner. Oh. And I, I know this already. I don't know why I'm reacting. <laughs> That's the part you had me look up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Kathy was married to Mark's business partner, right? And because of Mark's background in the intelligence sector, he could recognize mm. the signs that Kathy was actually a brainwashed sex slave. She didn't know it, though. She was still in slave mode. So okay. he had to rescue Kathy. Right. And that's when Kathy recovered all of her memories is when. Oh, what a what a hero. Right. What a hero, this guy. I know. So I can't can't wait to get into this. Yeah. I mean, Project Monarch was like one of the first conspiracy theories I ever heard of when I first started looking into conspiracy. Like I had, of course, you know, knew the classics, the hits, the JFK, you know, the Roswell. But like I remember back in those actual halcyon days of your uh, 2008 to 2010. It's like 18 to 20. I found a website called vigilantcitizen.org. Yeah. <laughs> Learned all about what's really going on under the Denver airport mm-hmm. and Project Monarch and the Illuminati eye everywhere. And my like, God damn, this is ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. So 
we're going to be covering today Kathy O'Brien and then sort of like her successor slash unintentional protege, mm-hmm. Bryce Taylor, who ha- has almost the same exact story. Wow. Like Kathy's the alpha, Bryce is the omega. So we're going to be talking about both of them. But first, we have to pull our tarot card. Yes, we do. All right. Let's see. Thinking about Project Monarch as I shuffle these cards. Hmm. It's this one. It's this card. Six of Cups. I understand. Yeah. That is an interesting, an interesting one. I think it's actually, yeah, I understand. I I, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Hmm. Yeah. That is, that is an interesting one. I've got some ideas, but we'll save that for the end. Okay, so now let's learn more about Kathy. Yes, let's. If you're looking for validation in terms of what Mark and Kathy have laid on the table, is it real? Yeah, it's real. It's real. so real a hundred percent real did you make did you make that i made that it's fucking sick thank you yeah fuck yeah yeah so kathy was born december 4th 1957 she grew up in muskegon michigan the pedophile capital of the world according (laughs) to kathy (laughs) yeah is it muskegon 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 i I, I want is do they say muskegon yeah muskegon I know that's from David Ferrier's documentary okay. Tickled about this guy who was like I've this, heard this film. Yeah, this rich guy who formed like um underage pornographic tickle cells <laughs> in small towns across America and was like hiring teenagers who were into wrestling to like tickle each other by putting up Craigslist ads. It, yeah, I've never seen the film, but I've heard about it. It's so ridiculous. That's where I know of Muskegon. Wait, so Muskegon is the pedophile capital of the world. <laughs> I, that's, I know it, <laughs> like it might, for, yeah. for that. Okay. Um, you know, I imagine Muskegon isn't an amazing town. I'm not rushing to go there. Uh, when you go I, to the, I'm not going to talk shit about Muskegon. When you go to the Visit Muskegon website, the town <laughs> bills itself as your perfect all-season playground just three hours from Chicago or Detroit. Like, yeah. being three hours away from Detroit is their top selling point. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Oh my God. Playground, that's sinister. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it wasn't long before Kathy's father, Earl O'Brien, a humble worm digger. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? He was a worm digger. Like. He was many things, but that's what fisherman? Yeah, I guess. Who the fuck is a worm digger? Well, he was doing other things too, like whoring around his daughter for use in the oh, lucrative Jesus child Christ. pornography scene that was apparently booming in Muskegon, the pedophile capital. Well, and, well we know the tickle. Yeah. yeah, and we know the worm digging. Hmm. <laughs> God, um, I don't even want to say it, but I feel like I have to because Kathy, she starts off her book with this. It's the first paragraph. And also in every single interview, literally every single one, she starts it off by saying how she thought her dad's penis was a nipple when what she was a fuck? baby. What the fuck? That's, it's like her power move. That's like, the worst thing I've ever heard. She brings it right up like... 
Because that way you can't refute anything she says after. Yeah. It's like, I sucked my dad's dick when I was a baby. What are you, you going to challenge me now? I almost made a master cut of her saying it because she says it so many times. It's like part of her script, like her robotic script to bring that up. Okay. And she says it like blankly too, with no emotion. And she just like, she says the same thing in every interview. Yeah. They, um, her and Mark always ask the interviewer to send them the questions beforehand. They won't do anything off the cuff. So she like she has a and that's part of her script. I almost made a master cut of her saying it, but it would oh take up the God. whole show. And it, I really? don't want to put myself through that either. That many times. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So many times. Like, no, that's probably hyperbole, but shit. Yeah. She, she says it many times. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So she claims to have come from a family of multi-generational incest perpetrators. These sentences. There, you just keep saying sentences. I know. It's okay. all terrible. I like, sorry, guys. That's just what this is. I don't, for the record, it's 100% real. A wink. Okay. <laughs> Gotta give them the wink. Yeah. Um, you know, daddy abused all the kids. All the kids abused each other. Everybody, you know, mom was abused. Dad's, everybody's doing it to each other. Nobody's left out. Uh, her God. family is also part of the Order of the Jesuits that evil intelligence arm of the Vatican, again, according to Kathy. Well, I mean, okay, listen, they are, the Jesuits are literally the intelligence wing of, of the Catholic Church. Yeah. We should look, we should learn about the Jesuits someday. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. A lot of, <laughs> they have a lot of astronomers. It's one of the things they focus interesting. on. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, the whole family's diddling each other. Eventually, this is going to be found out, right? Like, you can't just keep doing this and nobody knows. Right. I you do, know? I, I do love the juxtaposition of me saying the Jesuits have a lot of astronomers the, the intelligence arm is like no these Jesuits are all just fucking each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh. Mr. Earl O'Brien he gets caught but instead of going to jail he gets visited by future president Gerald Ford what the f- who's a politician in Michigan at the time who offers him a deal sell Kathy into the monarch program and receive immunity from prosecution and <sighs> Kathy refers to Gerald Ford as a trisexual, as in he'll try anything. I, I, She's like, he's I, not a pedophile. He'll he'll do anything. He'll just do anything. Uh, like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna go look for put a kid kid from. I don't know what Yeah, a kid, a corpse, a dog, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the CIA okay. also allegedly had good reason to seek Kathy out for use in the program because they knew that any children who were sexually abused to the extent that Kathy had been, would be suffering from disassociative disorders, right? Yeah. And those were the perfect people to target for use in mind control programming. Now, let me just get this straight. Yeah, please. So, what, I mean, besides the abuse, let's just use the word abuse, besides all that, was her, was Mr. O'Brien guilty of anything else? Like, was he, why is Gerald Ford at his house? I heard you were fucking your kids. Yeah. I'm pretty sure politicians don't do that unless they want to join in, which actually, I guess that's what's happening. That, yeah. It's a, she describes it broadly as a criminal faction of the government. They seek out children who they see in these materials and then try to make a deal with the people who are producing the material oh. and say, hey, we know you're making this shit. We're either going to lock you up or you can make a deal. You could become one of our distributors. You could hook us up with the goods. So he was content creator is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so the deal is sealed, right? Kathy's monarch training begins, which is a term that she first heard at age nine at Governor George Romney's mansion in Mackinac Island, Michigan. Oh, my sister just put on a Shakespeare play there. Whoa. She did a residency on Mackinac Island with her, with her Shakespeare company. God. Yeah. So I hear it's beautiful. It, yeah. They don't allow cars, though. Whoa. Suspicious. Yeah. Can't get away. <laughs> no. Uh, so, what the fuck Wait, is Romney? Project Monarch? Yeah. The Mormon? Yep. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Now, I believe he's Mitt Romney's father. I mean, he's, he's one of them. Yeah, he's one, he's one of the Romneys. But what is this Monarch thing that she's sold into? What is Monarch yeah. training? Project Monarch. We're bringing it up. What the fuck is it? Yes. All right. We're following the yellow brick road down down the path here. Why are we on the yellow brick road? Because when there's monarch programming, there's always the Wizard of Oz. So we're already in Oz? Yeah. So we can see the yellow brick road. So Oz is Muskegon. For all intents and purposes, yes. Does that make Gerald Ford the Wicked Witch of the East? No, that's <laughs> Whichever one. Okay, okay. Wait, okay. which one dies with the house at first? Wicked Witch of the East. Oh. So that's Gerald Ford. Yeah. So he's fucking dead. Yeah. So we can thank conspiracy theorist Fritz Springmeier for the rumored okay. existence of Project Monarch. This, you, would we know this name? Anybody? I've, I've Anybody? Heard, I, Anybody out there know that name? I've heard this name. Yeah. He wrote, like, the only the book, I, I've never read anything he fucking wrote, but I know he wrote, like, Bloodlines of the Illuminati. Thirteen Bloodlines of the okay. Illuminati. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. That big one. So we can thank him. For this. <laughs> Project, Thanks, Project Monarch is the alleged offshoot of MK Ultra, designed to create legions of mind-controlled sex slaves for use by the rich and powerful. Oh. Monarch training begins in early childhood when children have their legs tied and are electroshocked and tortured until they develop alternate personalities who believe they're butterflies and can fly away out of their body. <sighs> the whole program is based on the supposed marionette slash puppet programming purportedly perfected in Nazi Germany. <laughs> I, I wrote those words. <laughs> I noticed when I did it and I didn't, I, I left it in. Oh, tongue twister um, coming up. <laughs> yeah. So puppet programming, same aim as Monarch. They perfected this over in Germany and this was to create sex slaves who believe themselves to be puppets in control by masters. It sounds slightly more realistic. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions one could ask at this point. Like, why create these mind-controlled slaves? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of reasons, you know? They can satisfy perversions of people in positions of power. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that statement. No, but it's, 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 it's the way you fucking did it again. The <laughs> letter P based tongue twister. That one was unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so yeah they i can't re-say it i'll i'll die um <laughs> uh the sexual encounters can be videotaped for blackmailing purposes okay you know and then there's also the financial aspect you know wealthy individuals can pay they'll pay large sums of money for a child sex slave and also those slaves can be used as drug mules so okay. they split the programming up into different like Greek letters. Like that'd be, uh, you know, if I was one of the Illuminati, I'm not saying I'm not, just someone came to me 
with that elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'd buy it for a nickel. Right. Yeah. So they split up programming into like alpha through Omicron. Okay. Alpha is just general programming, general servitude. Okay. You know, regular slave. Beta, you know, the beta sex kittens. That's all the sex <laughs> program know. stuff. Okay. Yeah, you've yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. you've I've, heard it before. <laughs> you know that Katy Perry's one. You know right, that Nicki right. Minaj's one. Right. Um, Delta programming is, uh, holds instructions for how to kill during like ritual ceremonies. So like killing okay. and that stuff. Theta includes psychic killing. I'd, you'd think the Illuminati would want to do those last two for themselves. Yeah. Fucking. Ah. The idea of a, you know, a hot mind controlled psychic assassin lady. It's so hot. Uh, yeah, it it's is. It's so fucking and sexy. And then like, oh man, when you, you, you break the, you break the programming and then they, you know. You're just fighting through an underground base. No, there's something about this that, like, b- besides for all of the, the child fucking stuff, right. but, like, you know, the CIA sex spies and, uh, you know, assassins and the uh, training and mind control, you know? Yeah. All of that is pretty fucking hot. Yeah. I, which leads me to believe, uh, honestly, I think a lot of this is just fetish stuff. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well, I I can't find anything expanding on the psychic killing. Omega programming is like suicide bombing shit, like self-destruct stuff. Yeah. As well as um, driving people to kill themselves or mutilate themselves. Those last few aren't hot. Yeah. Yeah. No. Zeta programming (laughs) is related to the production of snuff films. Yeah. And Omicron is drug smuggling programming. Okay. Oh. Yes. But wait. Wait. There's no actual evidence of a Project Monarch. You don't say. Yeah, which is something pointed out by author Jim Keith in his book, Mind Control, World Control, an Encyclopedia of Mind Control. Because, hmm. you know, there's no shortage of information about MKUltra, right? Yeah. Like, we know that there's a shitload of sub-projects and we know their names. We don't know all of them because a lot of the documents were destroyed. Yeah, there were but- some There were some uh, sub-projects of MKUltra that... We don't know what they were. And the sub the actual sub projects of MKUltra were some of those fucked up shit you could ever read about. And it's real as shit. And so it provided like, it, of course, conspiracy theories Which come from here. Unfortunately, lends credibility to stories like Kathy's it does because, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous, but some parts of this aren't so far fetched. Uh, but Project Monarch well, isn't in those documents. Yeah, right. So, like, it could have been one of the destroyed ones, right? But, yeah, no. And yet, throughout the 1990s and continuing on even today, I found some TikToks of people who think that they were in Project Monarch. Get ready for part two. Oh, God. Uh, A number of these so-called survivors have recovered their memories and come forward about their abuse at the hands of the government. And, you know, a natural disbelief arises, right? Right. Um, because how could you be subject to unimaginable torture and just like not remember it? Well, I mean, on, but honestly that like that happens. Yeah. I mean the toy box killer. Yeah. You know, yeah. he mind controlled his victims I and he wasn't really know that much about that. Uh, don't look into it. I'm not gonna, you will be, you'll have nightmares. You I'm won't sure be able to handle it. I don't way. do that. I don't do that serial <laughs> killer shit, dude. Yeah. I'm, that's a real disturbing one. I'm he, a fucking wimp. Right. I yeah. won't even get into yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, but you know. Some of these people 
go on to write books and conduct seminars and make radio appearances and become professional victim experts like Kathy. So let's get back. Ooh, to her. yeah. Let's get back to Kathy. Let's get back to Kathy. Are you kidding me? Kathy no, God damn it. All right. <laughs> Kathy Poo. You fucking had to. I had to. I mean, I guess you did though. But how, I mean, he has how many songs does he have? It's it's a, it's not a it's not a coincidence if the man's specifically doing this with common names. Yeah. 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 You can just dip in and be like, I, I just had yeah, to. Just know, dip in every now that. and then. So Kathy's programming. Let's talk more about it. Okay. It included a, a variety of of activities like having sex with all sorts of animals. <laughs> all sorts. All sorts. Like. I wonder, any birds in any, there? How did that work? Did, Snakes? Snakes were included. Okay. Yeah. On a field trip to the Capitol, like when she was a kid, I guess she she was like snatched away from her class by Gerald Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him be the villain before. Yeah. I've never seen this. Just um, and GOP leader Guy Vanderjet. Jagged. Vanderjagged? Jagged. Vanderjagged. Okay. Uh they dragged her away from her class and put an American flag in Kathy's ass and made her wave it around saying, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Why are you? No, really? That's yeah. in the book? Yeah, it's in the book. Holy shit. There's so much worse stuff in the book than that. Right. Too. No, that's hilarious. Like, that was mild. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, she was prostituted to a number of high-ranking individuals, including several state senators, former Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Mm -hmm. um, they never used protection, but she never got STDs because she was somehow granted immunity from them. <laughs> like... She, you know, she was being trained to be a presidential model after all, which means that she's going to service the president and high ranking officials. And you the can't presidential model. Yeah. A presidential model. You can't have your White House Pentagon level sex slave giving you the clap. No. The only thing that should be clapping is those ass cheeks when she's riding <laughs> Hillary Clinton's face. <laughs> there's, there's a line in the book where Hil Hillary Clinton goes, Eat me, Kathy. No. Oh, God, eat me. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, speaking of witch faces, so um, Kathy has a carving inside her vagina no. that she refers <laughs> to as her witch face. <laughs> Every sentence is Dude, more ridiculous than I the mean, last. Because <laughs> we know this, is, this isn't real. No. This is not no, that's true. That's why we can laugh at it because it's no fucking way. True. Like, None of this. Yes, and like I'm, I'm imagining that, you know, eventually I was talking about, you know, a lot of this is metaphor for shit that, like, a lot of this can be seen as metaphor for shit that's really going on. That's why it can be. The government you know, well, is fucking you. Yeah, the government's fucking you. And like Jeffrey Epstein is real as shit. Real yeah. creepy. MK Ultra, real as shit. Real horrifying. This is not horrifying. This is stupid. Yeah. 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 American flag in her ass. Okay, but wait. That's not what your country can do for you for what you can do for your country. <laughs> I'm never going to hear it the same I've way again. I've never heard in my life. Yeah. 
so this vagina carving. Okay, she calls yeah, her witch back, face. Back to the witch. Uh, she claims that it was carved with an exacto knife because it's like in a shape that's pleasurable for her abusers. And there's a documentary <sighs> film. It's 12 minutes long. Um, calling it a documentary film is, is really generous of me. There's but a it's, video on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's called The Most Dangerous Game, produced yeah. by Guerrilla News Network in 2002. And the filmmakers took Kathy to a gynecologist to confirm her witch face. So let's hear the doctor's conclusions. It seems to me like more of a ritualistic type of, I mean, a carving and and not not just carving, but an actual face, you know, something into there. Um, (laughs) Look away if you don't want to see the picture. The part that sticks out, there's a little, uh, like, it's like a really long nose. And then... Right above are two eyes. What the fuck? This is what the fuck? It looks like a blobfish face. Yeah, it does. Basically what was done was what is considered outside of the vagina on the bottom. Yeah, that's just a fucking... She no, got I a weird ass clip. Long spot. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I gotta get out of there. I, I don't uh, recommend checking it out for yeah. yourself. Uh, but no, it's, that's it's just a weird looking pussy. That's just a lady, and that's just a lady in a lab coat. Yeah, it does look like a face. It does have a big nose. She's got like a little. We can't. Little witch face. We got to get out of this. Yeah. Okay. So Kathy was in a constant state of disassociation, right, from her programming, from yeah. having the carvings and the flag and the animals. Yep. And she's controlled through a form of neurolinguistic programming, which involves use of themes from The Wizard of Oz and Disney's children films. So here's Kathy talking about this more on the Bonnie Liebhardt show. Skegan, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And the Wizard of Oz, my father was taught that when he was, they took him to a training sem- seminar in um, Boston, Massachusetts for a period of two weeks to raise, learn how to raise me in Project Monarch Mind Control. And at that time, they told him to use Wizard of Oz themes to confuse my mind so that I could no longer separate fantasy from reality. Um, it was used in the same way that a lot of time Disney themes are used and distorted. Yeah. For example, while I was being pornographically um, used, the, the man who was running the camera on, for the porno- child pornography told me as a young child, my brother, that he also ran a camera for the Mickey Mouse Club. Um, and for Walt Disney, and that any time I watched Walt Disney, that he was looking he for was just TV lo- at me. He was just lying, wasn't he? He told you that. Totally distorting it. Yeah, Bonnie. So the, wi- the Wizard of Oz and Disney oh themes God. are very, very common. Yeah. Yeah. Her father took a two-week course at Harvard to learn how to abuse her properly. <laughs> so are we seeing why this is not believable? Yes. Like. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking absurd and especially because we know what the real versions of this shit look like right so it's just sex trafficking they don't need to do this yeah so she was taught you know to go over the rainbow into another dimension whenever the pain became too much to bear she was told to exercise obsessively at the racetrack believing that she was following the yellow brick road when she looked down at the track it looked like a yellow brick road and she just ran around and around and around she identified with Cinderella when her father assigned her a strict daily regimen of chores which was part of her slave pro- part of her slave programming also a lot of Alice in Wonderland land themes like incorporated because they always are yeah yeah, yeah. you know hallucinogenic multi-dimensional stuff yeah and the disney stuff you know yeah it's gonna this it's not the end of the disney stuff 
It never is. No. Uh, Don't fuck with the mouse. No. Never fuck with the mouse. Other recovered monarch slaves made claims um, that they were taken to Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma and placed in electrified Tinkerbell cages, which would create childlike altars within in them, like split their personality so that Jesus. they one of them was like Peter Pan and never grew up. Okay. Yeah. Mm. If. I really wonder how Kathy O'Brien felt when Disney released Return to Oz. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like Dorothy receiving electroshock treatment yeah. in a psychiatric institute. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that, all this shit, like the whiz, all this shit with Judy Garland, super fucked up. It's so fucked up. Judy Garland's life <clears throat> super fucked up. You yeah. see why that could be. Why like, the parallel is made. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. We talked about this on our last episode, too. Yeah, we did. So. Kathy's programming also had the effect of making her extremely patriotic. Her room, We've seen that before. Yeah. Her room was decorated in red, white, and blue, covered in American flags with little brown stains on them from being shoved up her butt. God damn it. Um, everything was controlled. The TV she watched, books she read, music she heard, news she received. Her handlers were molding her to grow into the young woman they wanted her to become without her own thoughts or capacity for free will. Everything controlled. Honestly, it sounds pretty normal. Like your parents controlling like what you have access to. Yeah, it sounds like an extreme metaphor for American life in the mid 20th century. Yeah, like maybe, I don't know. You know what's interesting? Yeah, especially the American flag up her ass. Yeah. (laughs) Her father's obituary lists all of her siblings except her. Whoa. Like she's not even mentioned. Wow. Like that's how much she means to her family at this point. That is, you know. The single most damning piece of evidence against Kathy Bryan. Yeah. Bryan. Yeah. Damn. Like, also, her dad seemed like a pretty good guy. That doesn't mean that he was, like, the best dad ever and couldn't have been strict or anything. Right. But he was an established member of the community. It doesn't seem like he was, like, a humble worm digger. Like, he started a St. Jude's fishing tournament to raise money for children and young adults. You know, he was... Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, he still could have ran the bait shop. It seems like he liked fishing. Right. He was a recipient of the Presidential Volunteer Service Award, founder of the YBL Basketball at the YMCA, inductee of Muskegon Area Sports Hall of Fame. He was doing a lot of shit in his community. He was like an established community member. Yeah. Yeah. So So he might have met Gerald Ford. Maybe. (laughs) If you're wondering what music she was forced to listen to. Mm Mm-hmm country music god damn none of that 60s freedom music for kathy no she's gonna be a country girl and the country That's music crazy. industry would be the one that she traveled in later during the reagan bush administration yeah, yeah, yeah. while she was under the control of senator richard bird she, senator richard bird i guess was a big fan of country music yeah and he was right. her handler right. so uh when she met him at age 13 at the governor's mansion you know the one that she was always taken to yeah, yeah, yeah. romney there you gotta pull up um, richard bird yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looks like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a doughy little fuck. By the way, Sequoia, do you have any moles? Uh, on my arms. Mm. Yeah. I have two on the side of my face that mm. I'm very suspicious about after reading this book. Why is that? When you undergo mind control programming, they use stun guns that leave electric prod marks Two inches apart that they usually oh. they'll do it on the face so that the people are easily identifiable, like they're marked like cattle. 
they've stopped using the stun gun so much in in recent years. Yeah. But I have two moles, two inches apart. Oh shit! Yeah, look at that on my face. I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the fucking stun gun, please. Uh, so, how well did Kathy do in school while all this was happening? I'm gonna guess she wasn't in school because. Well, actually, she did amazingly. Straight A's. Because apparently being traumatized brutally gives you the superpower of photographic memory. So she aced everything. No problem. Whatever. Okay. And did she sleep? Like, no. Apparently, like she claims that she was always running on so little, but because she could compartmentalize and disassociate that the other part of her disassociated self didn't realize that she had been up for so long and had expended so much energy. So it was as if she hadn't done anything. But I don't okay. think that's how it works. Not how it works. Body still needs like food and rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but who's counting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after graduating high school, Kathy was working three jobs while going to school, which meant a lot of stress and even more sleep deprivation. Yeah. And during the period of the next three years, she endured extreme occult trauma that included witnessing human sacrifice. Fucking okay. Yeah. She also <laughs> began being used in government operations like smuggling cocaine for the CIA. That, I mean, they did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's get more into what happened in those years after graduating high school. Let's follow the yellow brick road down a little, a little further. Follow the yellow brick road? Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> follow the yellow brick road. 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 Follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. Okay. Follow the yellow brick, follow the yellow brick, follow the yellow brick road. I'm just like, I haven't seen this in so long. I was, I was just thinking about the film The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. What a thing that was. What a thing, indeed. So it's 1977. Yes. Kathy's 19 years old. Okay. And, you know, Senator Byrd's been her handler since she was 13, and he will be up until she gets rescued. Ah. He fancied himself a little bit of an entertainer, thought he was a fiddler. Fancied himself a fiddler. (laughs) Yep. All right. He'd play at the Grand Old Opry on occasion. Grand Old Opry. Grand Old Opry. I like saying Opry. They'll kill you. Why can't I say Opry? Because it's the Opry. It's the Grand Old Opry. (laughs) Grand Old Opry. Grand Old Opry. (laughs) On occasion. It was these people don't kill you. They'll shoot you down there for that. Shoot you in Nashville. Well, he'd play at the Grand Old Opry on occasion. It was (laughs) (laughs) It was on one of those occasions that playing music behind Senator Byrd was a guy named Wayne Cox. Oh, Wayne. That was the man. Okay. That Senator Byrd had arranged for Kathy. Oh. You see, Cox was another mind control victim. He was used in mercenary paramilitary operations. <laughs> he was a cold-blooded killer. Okay. I want to know what instrument he was playing. Anyway, after the performance at the Opry... Stand-up bass. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne took Kathy on a romantic date where he shot a bum between the eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my god! And now, now is when I need you to pull up the karaoke. Okay. Because <laughs> this, this is a love song. Okay. okay. You asked me to pull up karaoke. Yeah. Okay. 
she was a slave Cannot make it any more obvious He murdered bums, she smuggled cocaine What more can I say? <laughs> he wanted her, she'd never tell Secretly she was bird slave as well But he didn't care, coke up his nose He put a flag in her butthole <laughs> He was a monarch slave <laughs> Okay <laughs> Sorry, I just really felt compelled to do that. Hell yeah. Um, That's so, fuck yeah, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> so goddamn funny. Uh, uh, because Project Monarch, I haven't mentioned this. It's a lot about genetic mind control experiments. The genetic is part of, part of it. That's why they want people from these multi-generational incest families. Sure. Because she claims that after three generations of a behavior in a family, then it becomes, what was the word she'd used? epigenetic epigenetic yeah yeah i mean that's um, a thing you know what's interesting about that is i realized the three generations of women before me in my family all yeah. smoked cigarettes i did too but i mm. quit and i have no interest in ever doing it again yeah yeah and i'm like okay perhaps i broke that that maybe yeah maybe you know because that's a thing yeah um so they thought that if Kathy and Wayne had a baby together, it would become like a super slave, right? Because they're both from multi-generational incest families. Yeah. They're both in the in the network. So let's just like join these slaves together. Yeah. So Wayne Cox ritually impregnated and aborted Kathy six times, consuming several of the fetuses and preserving the others in what? like little ceramic things for sale in his interstate occult body parts business. <laughs> Again, that's another string of words, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just eating the fetuses. Yeah, okay, so that's what, yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. Wait, interstate occult parts? Body parts. Body business. parts. Yeah, he's just shipping body parts around, I guess. Doesn't seem like... I've never found that catalog. Yeah. Um, Cox's MO for murdering always included removing the hands with a machete. He called them the hands of glory and he would like kiln dry them in his ceramic shop and he had a whole collection of hands. All right. And any leftover body parts, I guess there was an alligator. They lived in Shreveport, by the way. God damn it. Just like, just like Ted Rice. So, I mean, yeah. I expect it. That's, that's yeah. yeah. At first they were in Tennessee and they moved to Shreveport, you know, they moved around. He, they were fucking broke. They moved in with his parents for a time. They made a scene at the Grand Old Opera. Yeah, they... They were broke, but yet when as mind control slaves, they were smuggling so much cocaine together <laughs> and body parts and body parts. Yeah. Fuck. And most disturbing of all, Wayne forced Kathy to convert to Mormonism. Oh, no. I know. Did time know. to go to church, too. <laughs> the, yeah. This is so hard to believe. I know. Does Wayne Cox even exist? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Kelly's father. Yeah. So in 1980, the two multi-generational mind control slave lovebirds would create the perfect spy, a baby named Kelly, because who would ever suspect a baby of being a spy? <laughs> spy kids. Yeah. Do they have, they go baby? They're just kids. Uh, Baby geniuses. Baby geniuses. Baby geniuses. Right. Uh, after Kelly was born, Senator Byrd informed Kathy that she was to move to Nashville, break up with Wayne Cox. She didn't really need much convincing to do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, he sounds yeah. like a fucking weirdo. Right. She's kind of captive, you know? Has he ever responded? To this? Is that not, like not, no, not that I know of. I, I'm sure he knows about it, though. If he even exists. Yeah. 
If does Kelly even exist? Kelly, I honestly, I hope Kelly doesn't exist okay. because Kelly's fate is so terrible. I don't think she exists. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> hope not. None um, of these people exist. Yeah. Because, of course, you know, Kelly's immediately put into the program. Immediately terrible things are happening to her, which I didn't choose to include at all. Um, so there's, knowing what we know so far, there's stuff you chose not to include. Oh, there's so yeah. much stuff that I didn't include that is so much worse than the stuff that I am including. So, Senator Byrd. And I already like, at a weird pussy. <laughs> yeah, you did. You looked at the witch face. Jesus Christ. Kathy's just exchanging one living hell for another, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes to Nashville. At three years later, this is the same year that she fucked Reagan for the first time. She by fucked the way. Ronnie. Yeah, Uncle Ronnie. Hell yeah. Uh, she met a man who picked up where Cox left off, a new mind control handler, okay. CIA operative, and best of all, country music ventriloquist, Alex Houston. God damn it! I can only find one of his tracks. Yeah. And we will listen to it now. Yes, we will. I mean, he, like that, that was a real job. <laughs> okay. It's Christmas theme, by the way, just to not catch you all off guard. Here comes Peter Cotton. I hate balls, it. Yeah. The big red rabbit with the little white paws. Big red rabbit. Worse, like, I, there's no footage of the ventriloquism. Yeah. There are videos of him. Uh, his act is called Alex and Elmer. Hmm. They have a song called Burn Your Bra. I wish I could have heard that one on a little <laughs> record. There are some videos of him doing his comedy act, but I love you guys too much. I'm not going to put you through that. That one's on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he does exist. He exists. And he seems like a good guy. His like when you look up any of his videos, his kids are always, or his grandkids are always in the comments. Like this is my grandpa. He's a good guy. He oh never God. did anything wrong. So Kathy finds herself a victim to puppet programming yet again. Ventriloquist puppets. This time, yeah, a man who literally plays with puppets. Shit. And she's she's his puppet. The Reagan years are a whirlwind. I mean, I guess he would be qualified. Yes. Kathy looks back on fun memories like being hunted for sport by Dick Cheney. Well, which, we know he does that. Yeah, that's believable. No, that happened. Uh, when did she write this book? 2000... 1999, I don't know. Well, okay, so he doesn't <laughs> hunt people for... But remember when Dick Cheney shot his buddy in the face with a yeah. shotgun? I like... He def it definitely wasn't an accident. He shot a man in the face on a hunt, like... Yeah. It's uh, it's plausible. It's the most plausible thing so far. 1995. Okay, this is likely at this point. Yeah. <laughs> also, I guess uh, she... Kathy says that he's called Dick because his cock is enormous. Like, he has the biggest cock of, of all. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I... I could see it. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Ronnie put Kathy through some surreal experiences during his years, too. Uncle Ronnie. Um, Vice President George Bush would brainwash Kathy with songs like Ghostbusters and Every Breath You Take. Oh, my God. And programmers like just Bush. Think of Bush. Just, They're George Bush Sr. <laughs> just like she's tied up in a chair. Oh, no. I was thinking the, the fucking Ghostbusters. Oh. Da -da 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 -da. Wiry little George Bush is just like yeah, getting just down. Yeah, dancing like, around. Himself. Jesus Christ. Who are you going to call? <laughs> yeah. 
Uncle Ronnie. Okay. Programmers like Bush uh, would use holograms to make themselves look like they were transforming into reptilians, too. So not only is he dancing around to Ghostbusters... He's also like transforming into a lizard person as he yeah, does like it. Yeah, like flickering in and out of lizard. Yeah. And that's to make people think that aliens are behind this whole thing. In fact, that's what abduction experiences are, according to Kathy, is it's people who are part of mind control experimentations. And that's just a cover for it. Um, and that's used to just discredit and misguide people. I mean, yeah. Yeah. She was also being forced to make a lot of donkey porn. <laughs> oh, um, God damn it. And those videos were loved so much by Ronald Reagan that they were called Uncle Ronnie's Bedtime Stories. <laughs> you know, he's in a nightcap. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I like it Yeah, in his little pajamas. Wow. Just flicks on the TV. Uncle- <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Uncle Ronnie's Bedtime yeah, Stories. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So... We're approaching the time when Kathy gets rescued by Mark Phillips. So we need to talk more about like Mark Phillips role in her life, how they. Yeah. Yeah. Who is Mark Phillips even in this story? He's right. like, cause he's like the co-author of this book, right? Yeah. He writes the intro. He, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does he keep like writing cha- or like the chapters from. I'm sure he's involved every single step of the way. Of course. Yeah. 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 Cause I only read that one chapter. Yeah. And it was from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to the Uniphase stuff, all the yeah, China I, stuff. I did. I looked I looked up all that yeah. and uh did some Cool. Yeah. I did some All right. Let let's pause. Sure. In that book, like Mark Phillips, which you said you told me your eyes glaze over whenever you read about business things. Yeah. I understand that. You know. Right. I kind of enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, like it's almost like been Pavlov conditioned to know that like dopamine's coming whenever you're reading about business contracts and shit. Right. Um but yeah, so like, you know, Mark writes that like, I forget if he was a Mary Sue or if he was a complete fuck up growing up. Complete fuck up. Yeah. Um, he gets his shit together and he like gets this business opportunity with this guy, Alex Houston. And they're like, the whole thing's full of these business terms that aren't used correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I think that's why you were having a hard time with it. Is because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I guess they had this company, Uniphase, and they were doing sure, dealings yeah. in yeah. Korea and well, China. Yeah, they went to like, he, they went to Hong Kong and they had this like uh, South Korean contact in Hong Kong and they needed to make this big sale so they could start up production on this I think they were thing. modeling plastics or Yeah, something. it was some fucking plastic modeling thing. And it's like, wait, you needed to go meet a dude, you needed to make a... Yeah. A sale so you could get the money to start. And then, well, overseas or something, and Alex didn't take the trip with him. He was approached by an unnamed agent of some kind that showed pictures of Alex Houston, like, fucking a kid or something like that. Right, right, right. Um, but he when he met, like, he met Kathy as... Alex Houston's like wife art has his wife his art piece and he says like oh she just looked like a robot and shit yeah when uh, they like, first met he said that she looked quote this is a direct quote yeah. young very dumb beautiful and dressed like a prostitute like that's yeah. how you write about your own wife yeah sir. Dude, that took me so like that's, like that's just such like, a whoa you know you could just say that she looked like she was in a trance but you admired her beauty but yeah. every single I noticed in the three chapters that Mark wrote in this book any single female uh, entity 
female entity, just say woman, you weirdo. Right. Um, <laughs> any woman in his chapters, he has to make a note of how they looked, even if it's totally not relevant to what he's talking about at all. Like, oh, and then Kathy visited a, a very beautiful doctor. Like, who the fuck cares if she's very beautiful? Right. Like, what? it just goes to show you how his mind works, you know? Yeah, no, he's a sick fuck. Yeah. Mark says that he was involved with the mind control research in the... Uh, the Yerkes Primate Center in Atlanta, Georgia in the late 60s. Yeah, bullshit. And like, I mean, like maybe as a janitor or well, something. Because he says he was working for, did he say he was CIA? He said he was a Department of Defense subcontractor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finally like got his life together. But then he also, subcontractor. he was used in like MK Ultra programs and stuff. Yeah. So he had knowledge of mind control and right. was used in that capacity as well. Or and, so he claims. Yeah. And then he says like a childhood acquaintance, like his old buddy Ray Myers introduced him to Alex Houston. Right. Um, saying that he, the ventriloquist was looking for someone with international business skills to help him with a potentially profitable idea. In the book, they don't ever mention that Alex is a ventriloquist. Right. Which is so fucking funny. Like, right, they, right, they right. just talk about him like he's a country music guy. I wonder, like, do they Buc know that it would just seem, it would seem really funny and silly if they included the part about him yeah. being a ventriloquist? Yeah, because I don't, I don't think it discredits him. I think if anything, it shows that he's like a puppeteer, yeah, you it know? Also shows that so why not include it? Kind of unlikely that he'd just up and start in <laughs> yeah. a company making electrical capacitors right? with like, this what? DOD guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And like, so uh, allegedly they came up with this company, Uniphase, that fucking... You know, and all the contracts, they had all this honesty clauses and shit like, yeah, you know, because Phillips was a straight shooter. You know, he he was make sure that that Alex on a straight and narrow because, you know, there was some like fraud or something already. And somehow they make get con contacts in the People's Republic of China uh, after they you know have a bunch of meetings. and They knocked the sales. Yeah. Right. Pitches out of the park and shit. And then everybody clapped. And then everybody clapped. Yeah, like, literally. You know, and this is the thing. Like there's there's all sorts of just like. And this was written before the internet was as ubiquitous as it is. These were written by people used to the pre-internet times, yeah. at the very least. And back in the pre-internet times, it was really fucking hard to find out if a company named Uniphase existed. Right. In the post-internet I found, times, like, business cards for it, but I can't find anything else. The only documents relating to Uniphase... Are in this book. It comes from this. Yeah. <laughs> are literally in this book. Billion dollar fucking electrical capacitor company. I don't put it past them to forge documents either. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's easy as hell. Yeah. So. So, yeah, not real. Let's get to know Mark a little bit better. Can anyone really know Mark Phillips? Can they? Yeah, right. He's dead now. Rest in peace, motherfucker. He had a depressing childhood. When he was six years old, uh, he went on his first horseback ride ever with his mom. Hmm. You read? Did you read that part? I read that part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the back of the horse with his mom, and he watches her fall off, and then he's like, "Oh fuck!" And then he <laughs> falls off, and he watches his mom get her skull stepped on by the horse, yep. and she loses a quarter of her brain and is never yep. the same again. <laughs> I Meanwhile, thought she was super dead when I read that. And then it was like, she lost a quarter of her brain. I'm like, oh my God, is she was never quite the same. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. That happened, That ended way better than I thought it was. I yeah. Thought it was kinda... But of course, after that, he develops like a severe stutter. He has problems mm. with his speech. He has problems after that because watching that as a child would be really scary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his father was a severe alcoholic. Mark was bad in school. His stutter only ever seemed to go away when he was angry or... In the yard, talking to trees. Hmm. 
<laughs> he claims to have earned money working for psychiatric institutes and places like NASA. Oh. His personal relationships were never excellent. In fact, they mostly always failed. And from that point on, he was determined to become a, quote, control freak in his own words. So, like, control freak. Of yeah. Of course. And he was like, he had the line about, like, uh, I didn't want to control things. I wanted to not be controlled. Mm-hmm. That's why I became a control freak. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cer- certainly learned to control. Mind control. So when him and Kathy meet, he's married, too. So he divorces his own wife. I guess he says that their relationship was falling apart anyway. Yeah. And he rescues Kathy and Kelly and takes them to Alaska. And he also rescues three raccoons from certain death and brings them too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to him doing this, like, he's doing seven day a week, night and day deprogramming of Kathy. And he's just winging it. Like, he's like, I don't really know. He admits in his book, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it felt felt like the right thing to do. Okay. And so she's reclaiming her memories through his deprogramming, but she's also journaling. In her words, the only way to recover a memory that's too horrible to comprehend is to make it comprehensible. And the only way to make it comprehensible is to take it from the emotional to the logical. And the only way to do that is by writing. So I wrote out my memories. And to that, I say, what the fuck? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. You journaled? Yeah. Like, I'm sure if I started writing about my past, I could fill in a lot of weird blanks. Sure. You know, and yeah. and let my especially if I'm being night and day uh, hypnotized. Yeah, it also. <laughs> I'm sure my journal entries will be quite weird. Also means there'd be a lot of other Project Monarch sex slaves who just happen to pick up a journal one day and it all comes flooding back. Yeah, yeah, like. But I suppose that there are, and they're all on TikTok now. Right, mm. or they're writing their own books, or they have their own websites, or they're in therapy. Hopefully. 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 No matter what. Yeah. So Mark's rescue had caused him to go bankrupt. They lived on welfare in Alaska for months. I believe that part. Kathy wasn't allowed to go anywhere by herself because she might be kidnapped. You know, she's got to be safe. We're rescuing her. Oh. She also can't talk to her family either because they're in on it. She's, of course, remembering all of this now. Oh. Because, you know, she remembers that her her family's involved and everybody that she, she knew was involved. So she has to be super isolated. It's totally not... Uh, benchmarks of abuse at all you know what's what's weird about this is um i know mark exists yeah i don't think wayne cox exists then who's kelly's dad though because she's she's kelly maybe cox wayne, maybe wayne cox exists kelly cox Dude, I don't O'Brien. Know that kelly exists yeah you know I, like i'd be very, very very curious if i could find any of the records of like her court cases because she was taken away by the state mm. at some point be interesting yeah it'd be interesting to see if you found it but it's just like like i know that fucking gerald ford and the flag and the, that's not what your country can do for you but you know, <clears throat> um that's a different feeling thing than like yeah my husband told me i can't go to the store unless i unless i'd get kidnapped right just like a different feeling type of uh passage so like the, the shit about kelly is confusing too because later mark phillips in the 90s, he does this lecture where he states that Kelly was institutionalized when she was uh, eight years old Mm. and that since then she's been raised in a mental institution. So that means Kelly was born in 1980. She's eight in 1988. That's the year 
that Kathy meets Mark. What if Mark just didn't feel like raising this fucking kid? Yeah. And was like, let's just throw her in the foster care system or like, let's put her in the hospital. I don't know. I mean, that does happen often. Yeah. 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 Maybe not often, but it fucking happens. Mm hmm. Also, you know, like the whole mask wearing thing that we've been, it's been suggested that we do for the last three years. Uh, yeah, that whole fucking thing. Kathy says that that's CIA mind control. And that torture was used on Kelly when she was young. She was forced to wear a mask, which restricted her oxygen flow and removed her sense of identity, just like Wait, the ones the that we wear. So, um, how long? Restrict her oxygen flow? Yeah. So it's torture. Why would. Th- it's a form of CIA why, torture. Why would anyone have thought of that? Why would they have? Twice. And of course, Kathy never said that until 2020. She never said anything about Kelly having to wear masks until 2020. So yep. go figure. That's okay, you got you got me. You got you had me going. Like, you had me going there for a second. <laughs> wow. I know. God damn it. I know. So you see. Kathy's not the only slave in this circuit. She's got a worthy competitor, too. And that competitor's name is Bryce Taylor. And I have a quote from Kathy and what she thinks about Bryce. You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's done more damage than anybody with her misinformation based on the fact that the mind control aspect is something that she pulled in initially from false memory through her therapist and then just stuck to. I can't imagine what would motivate somebody to do that. What? Yeah, so Kathy's like, this Bryce Taylor is such a fake piece of shit. What? Get it to Bryce. Is that what they call projection? Yes. No, uh, yes. Psychologist, but seems to me. And now it's time for some more amazing animals. Number 49, the amazing monarch button. There were blood rituals done where I was forced to witness um, animals and people being sacrificed. After I fled from California, I began having vivid detailed memories of being used as a sex slave to some of our nation's highest level government officials. Among them were John F. Kennedy, Ask what you can do for your country. Lyndon Baines Johnson, Nelson Rockefeller, Henry Kissinger, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George Bush, and top entertainment professionals such as my owner, Bob Hope. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. A zombie has no will of his own. The truth is that there are slave auctions that very elite people attend to be able to own and buy the best mind control slaves. So that's Bryce Taylor. Dude. Dude. Yeah, rock on. Um, her book is called Thanks for the Memories, of course, after Bob Hope's song. Um, here's, here's one review of the book. She has no sense of boundaries. It's like she needed to cough up a hairball or something. Reading the book made me feel like I was at a party where my friend had too much to drink. I'm sitting in the bathroom with them holding their hair while they vomit. Wow. Just, yeah. So, like... What she's lacking a bit of originality here, right? Because she mm-hmm. she just pulls a lot straight from Kathy, and it makes sense. She actually lived with Kathy and Mark for a time. Oh, really? Really? What? Yeah. Okay. Do te- 
do tell. I will. She was flown out to Tennessee to live with them, right? When she came out with her story, he mooched about 50 grand of living expenses from her in a period of just 18 months. And then they told her after, you know, deprogramming her for 18 months and having her live with them and mooching off of her, they told her, Bryce, they told Bryce yeah. Um, yeah, that never happened to you. What? You weren't a mind control victim. Sorry, we were wrong. Like you were you were wrong, too. Sorry to waste your time. Aren't you glad, though? Aren't you glad that that didn't happen? You should be happy. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, there was some, like, petty drama between them, too. So. I mean, I guess it's not petty. $50,000 is a lot. Yeah. So, Bryce, after Kathy writes her book, is this afterwards? Yeah. Okay. So, after Kathy's book comes out, mm-hmm. Bryce comes out with her story, and then... Mark and Kathy get in touch with her or she get in touch with them. Yeah. She gets in touch with them before she writes her book, actually, because in her in her book, she writes about how she comes to the conclusion that Mark Phillips is a containment agent who's being directed through. He has his own handlers and they have motivations that serve the new world order. And Mark is actually like an inside agent. Okay, so she read the book and then she probably wrote a letter to yeah. them, I think I've been through the same thing. And they say, yeah, come come be with us. Yeah, well, I'll help you out. I did some deep programming. Yeah. Okay. So she writes and thanks for the memories about like her suspicions about Mark Phillips and how yeah. they fucked her over. And then Kathy and Mark come out with uh, another book, Access Denied, where they talk about how, oh, Bryce was just role playing as a victim. Wow. Wow. Um, they said that she was either perpetrating fraud intentionally or had been victimized by a therapist who was implanting false memories. Also, they talked about how Bryce never shared her gourmet food that she stored in the refrigerator. <laughs> so she's obviously a conniving villain and criminal mastermind. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's just pretending to be a mind control victim so she can use it as a defense against all the disgusting crimes she plans on committing. OK. Yeah. So let's hear a a little bit about what happens to Bryce, right? Yeah, let's hear okay. what she role-played as, I guess. Or what's, <laughs> who knows? So she grows up in a mind-controlled family. Okay. They're all, you know, in on it. Yep, yep. Uh, she gets brought to a military base a lot as a kid. She's programmed and brainwashed there. She's sold as a sex slave to Bob Hope before her fifth birthday. Bob But Hope. He, he tastefully holds back on sampling her until she's older. <sighs> He's like, don't worry, I'll... Hold that, off a few years. Was that word in, was that yours or? <laughs> oh. Like, wow, Bob, you really, great job. Yeah. Um, But that doesn't stop her from being abused by family members. And also Henry Kissinger is like calling up the family on the phone and she picks it <laughs> up and, and he's like giving mind control phrases to her. So she's being programmed by Kissinger through the phone. Oh my God. Her very first celebrity rape is Walt Disney. She goes on Mr. Toad's wild ride and gets a, gets a more wild ride than she expected. Oh, Walt himself? Yeah. Oh, he must have been getting up there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so being abused at Disneyland would then become an annual ritual for her. Oh, and okay. she, she'd like check off every ride, you know, on her fuck list. Like, I fucked Damn. on this ride, this one, got raped on this one. You know? I, I, yeah, I kind of believe that Bryce has a Disneyland ride fuck list. Like, I don't know if it's in the same context, but yeah. like, it might have. Yeah. I could see it. Throughout the 60s, she was taking secret trips to D.C. to fuck the Kennedy brothers. Who wasn't? <laughs> Who wasn't? 
Like, is Marilyn Monroe not enough? Um, one time she played Goldilocks and the Three Bears with Dean Martin, Gene Kelly, and Mickey Rooney. What, is that, what does that mean? She played Goldilocks? Does that, like... I'll, I'll just let it lie. Just let it lie. Yeah. Just let it lie. Um, so her real name is Susan Ford, by the way. Ford. No shit. And it makes her one of the bloodline families. Yeah. And as a result, the Queen of England used her as a breeder for a baby that was going to belong to the royal family for their purposes. And oh, she shit. begged the Queen to return her son to her, appealed to her as a mother, but the Queen kept her son. I, son I included a little uh, clip of her talking about that. I think. In um, a series of meetings that took place um, before Reagan was president, he took me to England where we had private meetings with the Queen. During those meetings, I overheard them talking about um, my genetic structure and the bloodline that would house that genetic bloodline. And she was very interested in having Ronald Reagan be the father of that child. They decided that I would be impregnated for later breeding within the royal family. It's an experience that still causes me a lot of pain. And um, although I was under mind control and wasn't really aware of this for years, consciously the full ramifications of this, I had thoughts about this baby. And I was depressed and I was sad and I wanted him back, and I cried for months afterwards. Yeah. They kept saying that. Like. Um, what fucking TV shows are these? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This guy from Disinformation TV, which is a yeah, yeah, yeah. program in the UK, did a segment on Bryce, and she was... You know, she's very hesitant to do it, but he was like, no, it's going to be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> no, this is, yeah. no, it's a good shit. This uh, is great. So they did a segment on her. It's 10 minutes. And they were like, listen, Bryce, just do just do a voiceover of you reading the first chapter of your book and we'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> and everybody was like, you guys are fucking evil. But Bryce was happy. Yeah. They aired it. She loved it. But everybody else was like, oh, Holy my sh- God. That's fucking incredible. Good job. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, but Bryce's finest tale is her one about the dolphin. The theme of the pornography uh, filmed by Sylvester Stallone was um, sex with dolphins. <laughs> and he was filming a lot of the, these young girls with the dolphins. And um, that Dolph was actually pornography that was shared with a lot of people later on. They filmed us over, t- over years with all sorts of animals. I mean, it was gross. There was a film that was made when Kelly was a very little girl. It was called Mommy and Me. Oh, God. And it was, um, you know, just incestual themes of oh God. Um, all sorts of interfamilial sex. Yeah. And so she, Bryce has a daughter named Kelly, too, yeah, who was, was also ask. victimized. Okay. Yeah. So her daughter, Kelly, was born and bred for George Bush's pleasure. These babies are referred to as Bush babies. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep, so Kelly was a Bush no, baby. not the Bush babies again. Um, you remember the Bush babies? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. But they're back. Yeah. They're back. Like, <laughs> you know, it's weird. She started recovering these memories after a car accident, too, by the way. Like, that's when mm. everything, like, became all fucked in her head. She got head injuries, too. 
And this tore apart her family when she started remembering this stuff. Her husband yeah. and son like left, right? So it was just her and her daughter because Kelly, I guess, believed her mom. And Kelly is now catatonic in a hospital. I have a little clip from uh, an ABC News segment talking about that. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, man, that just got real sad real quick. I know. Because, like, she got her head hit. And then, like... Then her family got torn apart. Yeah, and she got taken advantage of by a fucking... By a scammer. Yeah, she's all confused. She might not be grifting. She might just be a victim. Genuinely confused, yeah. Fuck. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Skip to like 5.05. Okay. I think that's when. 5.07. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, yeah. Rice's story has had a tragic effect on her once happy family. She and her husband are now divorced and her two grown sons have virtually disowned her. Well, my ex-husband and my sons think that I'm absolutely crazy. Kelly was the only one who believed her mother's story and suffered a complete nervous breakdown over it. Kelly actually made two suicide attempts. And now at age 22, Kelly is in a catatonic state in a California mental hospital after being committed by a judge just last year. My fear is that she will be harmed while she's in this institution. Even Dr. Yeah. John Hoffman- Whoa. So what the fuck? Real serious. Also, by the way, that was a local TV station's attempt right. at taking, you know, her story super seriously. With the quick da 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 at the camera. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Just for ratings. Um, and like, but like there is a serious story here, but it's not the one that they're reporting. Right. No, but that's. Woof. Yeah. I mean, they had like pictures of her and shit in the. Yeah. I'm playing it from YouTube, so I'm seeing some things that, like... Right, they have, like, a drooling start. picture of, yeah, of a girl dude, in a hospital. So fucked up. Like, it's not like she was... She's in a coma. Like, she literally lost her mind. Like... As one would if they thought they were... They starred in Mommy and Me and had to fuck dolphins and, and celebrities. But didn't and, actually remember it. Yeah. So, it's like... It doesn't even matter if it happened or not, because this family's is torn apart anyway you know like she's a victim she's a victim of something fuck that yeah um fuck that to hell right Ugh. okay and you know regardless of their validity by the end of the 90s stories like kathy and bryce's are now they're a mainstay of the conspiracy community right yeah project monarch is consistently referenced when mk ultra comes up like i said it was the it was the first of the weird conspiracies right. I found. Yeah. And like these stories are so scandalous and lurid and they kind of sexy in, in weird ways, but also fucking gross and horrific. They, they're they very highly emotional and personal in their nature. Yeah. And so that I think is what makes them survive. Now I want to talk about this girl, Shayla Miller. Hold on. I don't think you read the last sentence of the list of things that Bryce says. Okay, in her book, she states that Jimmy Carter isn't involved in the satanic sex loop, but then later she goes back on it. Nope, you said it. You know, takes his backseat on Jimmy. Yeah. He's he's clear. Yeah, Jimmy's clear. Don't fuck with Jimmy. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. She said that Jimmy's not in on it. He's not in on it. Not in on it. Okay. So, Shayla Miller. This is a girl from America who... MillerFamilyBlogging.wordpress.com Yeah, this... This blog was created just for this family to reveal the truth about Mark Phillips. Okay, so this is has nothing to do with Bryce Taylor. No. Okay. This is okay. So you know how 
Bryce went and stayed mm-hmm. with Mark and Kathy and they exploited her yeah, for free yeah. labor and, and money and rent and, yeah. you know, and then told her none of this should happen to you. So this girl, Shayla, her dad, her real name is Michaela, but they call her Shayla. Um, Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark and Kathy changed her name again to Sheila just yeah. to like mm. disassociate her even further. So she's homeschooled, happy family, lots of siblings. Dad reads Transformation. Shayla gets her hands on Transformation, reads it too. She's a teenager. And they're interested in government corruption. They're a family of Mormons. You know, they're, Mm. I don't know. Mormons are kind of primed for it. Yeah, yeah. We saw Nessera. Mm-hmm. Mormons. So they, they believe Kathy's story and want to talk to her. So Shayla starts emailing with Kathy, right? Yeah. They develop a friendship, start talking on the phone. They get real close, meet up in person. And then they they want Shayla to move in with them. So Mark and Kathy asked Shayla to move in with them so that she could work for them, right? Yeah. And she decides, yeah, I want to do that. They tell her that she's going to have a paycheck and housing. But soon after she moves in, there's no paycheck. There's just room and board and she's just working for them. And... At first, she talks to her family. They're talking on the phone. They're emailing and stuff. But then her family has to start making appointments to talk to her. And they have to send Mark, like, the reason why they want to talk to Shayla. What the fuck? Her Anytime they talk on the phone, it has to be by appointment only. And it's supervised. How soon after this is after, you know, sending their daughter away? This happens. Is it pretty immediate? Like in a period in like the first year, it starts to get like she pulls away, but it happens very quickly. Yeah. And also anytime that they did talk to her on the phone, she wouldn't tell them that much because she would say everything's top secret. The government's listening. So I I don't feel comfortable like talking that much. I would have been there with a fucking. Yeah. Two sawed off shotguns kicking down the door. American flag sticking out of my ass. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But. Like, up until Shayla moves in, they had established rapport with Kathy and Mark, like, as a family, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, but then, you know, everything changes. It got weird. It got really weird. And now we have a whole blog and, you know. Right. And so, like, this blog also, I should state for the audience, um, it's not like some snazzy thing trying to catch you from the Google searches. And they're not trying to- Oh, no. I had to dig for this. Yeah. This is a piece of shit WordPress blog with no uh, graphic design literally whatsoever. It's just like the basic ass headings and fonts. It's white and gray. Right. Like it is not. So Shayla's brought onto this this German TV program to be interviewed about her mind control experiences. She makes all sorts of claims that she was the only one in the family who was homeschooled so that she could be programmed. Not true. All the siblings went to school. She said that or went were homeschooled. All yeah. the siblings were homeschooled. She said that her all of her food was heavily controlled by her dad. Not true. She ate whatever she wanted. She had a fast metabolism. She <laughs> gorged on candy and cookies with her sister. Some of her best memories with her sister. Like, her and her dad were super close. Like, all of the testimonials on this website from a family friend, childhood friend, sister, they say that Shayla was actually kind of a spoiled kid because she was, what? like, dad's favorite. They were close. Like she wanted to go to work with him. In fact, what like all 
um, her siblings would often go with their father to work. But when it was one of her siblings turns, she would be like, can I go instead? Because she wanted to hang out with her dad. Yeah. So he's heartbroken at this because she's accusing him of all sorts of crazy stuff. And how fucking sad. No, it's so now it's crazy. It's been like seven years since they've seen her. Guys of when? Let's see. When was this posted? Oh, this entry was posted in 2015. So do we ever have an update than, or anything? No. Oh, I have no oh. idea what happened to her. I don't know if she's still living with them or, or not, but um, 13 years. Apparently, like they're the family, even though Mark is dead, they still receive threats from him. What? Yeah. And it's like, why is this? And she's she's like a beautiful, bright young woman. Why is she living with these like two old people and yeah, what the fuck like can't contact that? her family and and her family says when they watched this interview on the German television program like they didn't even recognize her voice anymore like I mean it sounds like she might have been you know, kept as a fucking sex slave well okay so she told her childhood friend when they spoke on the phone she was like I lost my virginity and it was a threesome what the fuck and so her childhood friends thinks that like she has had sex with Kathy what and Mark the fuck dude so that is actual, actually probable that like Shayla was groomed as a teenager to move in with them when she turned 18 because they had been speaking for years before that since she was 16. They literally groomed a teenager to come move in with them, work for free and like be their servant. Yeah, because it's not it's people like this that actually fucking do that. Yeah. Not like Mark. Not, Mark is the mind control handler. He like. Yeah. 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 Like this poor family, poor Alex Houston. I don't know. His... That's just a guy. Yeah. It's just some piece of shit. Oh, that's rough, man. I know. Like this the, got dark. The real tea behind the Kathy O'Brien story, like the real monster at the end of the book is just Mark Phillips. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, Kathy was victimized and now she's participating in the victimization of other people. She, and she was probably victimized. Um, yeah. She might be in on it. Like, we don't know. I think she was Mark's first victim. I think I think she was. De- he perfected the I technique su- on her. I suspect she was definitely abused, but I don't know how much. Of, I don't know if I, I kind of doubt she actually had her shit broken. Um, I don't. I think I think that Mark really messed with her. Uh, yeah, I think he messed, messed with her, but it, I guess in a different way than well, because they're different people, I suppose. Well, he was her first. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe not. Like, he may have just abused the shit out of her and turned her into a villain, too, you know? I think that's exactly what happened. Like, I'm not sure she believes in the Project Monarch tale. Oh, she does. Yeah? She does, yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. I mean, we you suspect she does. We don't know for a fact. It's like, you know, they they live pretty meagerly, you know? And... Also, what a weird legacy to have. Like, I was raped by a bunch of people, a bunch of famous people. Yeah, right, because she's not making any fucking money off it. I mean, she might be getting sexual gratification from... I think that's a lot of what's happening. Right. I think that it's, like, there's sexual... I think that she was abused, and sexuality has just become so fucking warped. Sure. I mean, I think... I don't... And that's part of it. Is she still alive? Yeah, she is. She made a documentary right. this year called Trance, the story of Kathy O'Brien with this. Uh, it was made by this woman, Adrian Lightfoot, I believe. All right. Well, I then I am certainly not going to say that there's a conclusion as to whether she believes or whether she, 
a ju- I'm not, I, I certainly can't pass down judgment on her I'm in one way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. She seems I'm like sure. a robotic programmed slave when she talks about her story, honestly, because yeah. she talks about it like not she doesn't talk about it like someone who's remembering real memories. She talks about it like someone who is remembering something that was told to them over and over and over again and that she's told to herself over and over and over again. Yeah, I mean, it might be the great like she she might be grifting. She might be just as much of a monster as Mark Phillips. I don't know. I'm saying we don't know one way or another. When they published the book, um, I watched some some videos of like the Guerrilla News Network, the most dangerous game short yeah, yeah, film yeah. that was made. They claim that when they were shipping out the book, they sent it to like every senator, you know, to okay. they sent it to a bunch of people. Yeah. And they chose doing that over like eating dinner some nights. What the Because they were so committed to the goal of sharing this information. So I think that's real weird. And she did, she became a perfect, like this is her job. Her job is telling people about this. I mean, mean, like, you know, because if you think this is true, I don't know. It's her thing. Even though that she, even though she did go hungry for a while, like a grift is a business, Mm -hmm. you know, um, again, in this case, grift is something even far darker. Um, these fucking people have to work really hard and sometimes it doesn't work and sometimes they stay broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just like, a lot of it's really, mm. <laughs> Mark Phillips would have to be really fucking good to just be able to, I like, I feel like Bryce is a, a you don't have who, to be good to make someone believe this. For sure. Well, I feel like you Bryce just have to a, have them alone in a cabin in Alaska for several months. I guess. Well, you true. isolate them and make sure they can't go anywhere and build your fantasy. I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't think too much about it. Yeah. Right. I like. I don't know enough to pass judgment. Yeah. One way or another. Uh, but there's, so one claim that is almost certainly true, right, is the connection between CIA mind control operations and neuro linguistic programming, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so NLP was created and promoted by John Grinder, who was a linguist, and Richard Bandler, a mathematician. Yeah. They were interested in using psychology to get people at their peak mental performance. And together they wrote the Bible of the field called Transformations. Interesting. Which, you know, we yeah. see the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And the book's cover has three dragons, a sorceress with a magic wand creating a rainbow leading from her left palm, and a yellow brick road yep. leading to a grassy knoll. Yeah. Yeah. Grassy knoll. Mm. Grassy knoll. Well, they had clients like IBM, Chase Manhattan Bank, but also the U.S. Army and CIA were interested in their work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of modern magical uh, practices um, involve a lot of NLP. Yep. It's it like it's one of the things that is sort of the wildest and, and goofiest, but like when you get down into it, well, it's just language. incredibly effective. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's symbolic talk language and, think. And, and using um, one like one NLP technique is if you have a memory that like a traumatic memory or something, there's something that like really fucks with you every time you think about it. What you do is you go into like a meditative state and you visualize, um, and I might get this wrong, it's been a while since I looked at it, you visualize the memory, you know, you play back the memory completely, like you relive it and then you mentally drain the color out of it. Yeah. And then you play it backwards and then frontwards again a little bit faster each time and as you're doing this you're you shrink it in your mind's eye down into the bottom left hand corner of your vision i believe and over the course of a bunch of minutes you're going backwards and forwards through this now 
gray grayscale and yeah. minimizing until it's just a point right. memory and it's going faster and faster backwards and backwards and like look it up try it like something that fucks with you like it shit it does work i, I have a i have an anecdote yeah go for it it's not about me okay go for it it's about john mcafee excellent yeah. ascended master mcafee ascended master john mcafee so this is something that i didn't get to include in our our series when nlp first came about it was a a lot of psychiatrists, psychologists looked at it and went, "This, is, there's something fucking here, and yeah. it scares us, right? Like, this is actual real power, right? Right. So, there was this conference that they had about NLP, and it was only open to psychiatrists and psychologists, like people with degrees who were in the field, because they didn't want people who hadn't taken a Hippocratic oath to fucking uh, have access to it, essentially. It felt yeah. a little too dangerous. John McAfee, he hears about this conference- He's going to go because, of course, he's going to learn NLP. Of course. Of course he is. So he goes and he just pretends to be a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. He just pretends he is, right? He doesn't have a badge. And he's like sitting around in the circle and he realizes that all these psychiatrists don't give a fuck about patient confidentiality when they're shooting the shit no. with each other. So they're all telling stories about like the craziest people they've they've ever seen and shit. Yeah. And like someone this, uh, I believe, is a he was like an Iranian doctor, he he notices that John McAfee hasn't told any stories. And like, he's like, well, you come on, John, you must have uh, seen some wild shit. And John McAfee's like, ah, oh, I, I can't break the uh, uh, confidentiality. Pa- confidential patient doctor confidentiality. And the guy just kind of goes, where'd you say you practice? Again? Yeah, right. And McAfee, like, he, he, th- he thinks for a second, he goes, okay, here's the thing. I... I actually haven't practiced in some years. I'm not registered, certified. My license is renewed yet. Have you ever heard of McAfee antivirus? He goes, I invented that. And then I quit the medical profession, but I was just so interested in that. And the guy goes, oh my God. Wow. You must be rich. And it's just cool. Yeah. It's cool. (laughs) It's cool. Yeah. He was never a doctor. Yeah. It's just a good McAfee story. Yeah, it is. Did you know that one of the leading proponents of NLP in the Pentagon is this guy, Colonel John Alexander, mm. who was a leader in the study of remote viewing. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in 1986, one of the creators, Richard Bandler, the mathematician, yeah. uh, he was charged with the murder of a prostitute in Santa Cruz. Really? A cocaine deal gone haywire. But he Holy insisted shit. that the real killer was James Marino, an admitted coke dealer, the only other witness to the event. Oh, shit. And the jury found Bandler not guilty he convinced him with the powers of nlp or was or he coke was dealer yeah. and he was just a guy who wanted to buy some coke right nothing wrong with that right <laughs> there's an interesting thing yeah that is that is so like we gotta acknowledge that stories like kathy and bryce's they don't exist without precedent like right we might talk about her more next week but the model candy jones in 1976 published by playboy press she was the subject of a book all about her years as an alleged unwitting Manchurian candidate. Again, with Damn. the sexy aspect. Playboy press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so Candy Jones. There's also, you know, Michelle Remembers, that book full of lurid details about one woman's supposed abuse by a satanic coven. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. one of the big satanic panic books. So Kathy and Bryce, they, they weren't the first. They're well, certainly not the last. Of course, also, you know, one of the famous and like, it's really it's the, the least bad thing they did in MK Ultra, but like it's one of the famous ones where they would get dudes hook them up with the prostitute up in the hotel room, give them acid, and then just like leave them there. Yeah, like so the whole the sexy thing the you, you know that it's hard, it's part of 
the yeah, right. groundwork. Yeah. Like, could there be models that are used in some capacity unwittingly for mind control experimentations? Sure. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, do you think the the sex workers at the in MK Ultra knew what they were involved in? Yeah, right. No. So perhaps Bryce and Kathy are really victims. Sure. But maybe they're victims of their own lies. Maybe the manipulation is at an even higher level with someone controlling them as part of a campaign with a deeper motive. Perhaps. You know, like maybe this is part of a move to discredit real mind control victims in a way. Ah, uh, you know. I don't know. Strongest candidate falls on Mark Phillips. Yeah. Was he actually like military intelligence? We don't We don't know. Don't know. Okay. We don't know. Yeah. Like we, um, it's like, even if everything in this book is fake, which it is, it's like, where did these beliefs and, and stuff, you know? And like, there's real damage at the end of there's it. There's no real damage what. at the end of yeah. it, for sure. Of course, they both, uh, both Bryce and Kathy have turned to Jesus, whose glorious powers have healed and them of all their know trauma. What the fuck happened to Sheila? Yeah. Yeah. Shay- Shayla, Sheila, Michaela. Yeah. I know. So I want to talk about the Six of Cups before we wrap up. Sure. Yeah. This is a card that represents like family, childhood, fortress. It can be nurturing memories. and memories. Right. And it's yes. also in the Thoth deck. It's a very sexual card. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, uh, this is where. I feel shit went wrong for both of them. Yeah, me too. Is that looking was... back at their memory. Because, listen, I don't remember my childhood very well. There's right. huge gaps. Yeah. Nobody does. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So totally right. when you're trying to fill in all those gaps and journaling, it's not going to be accurate because nobody remembers their childhood accurately. It is impossible. If I thought it was imperative to fill out my whole life story, there would be fuck ups. There'd be a lot of fuck ups. And if I was being fed conspiracy, because again, if I was on welfare and wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping, you know, or doing drugs and doing drugs, pres- like even prescription. prescription I think they, I think they were doing drugs yeah. too. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Um, like that will make your memories all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So I and think, especially if you keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. Yeah. So this, this card to me is like, damn. To me, it speaks to the, like, the whole reason I don't read reversed and upright is because cards have both a light side and a dark side to it. Like they're not, they're neither good nor bad. And like the six of cups has very pleasant, very good imagery, but this is the dark side of that, of nostalgia, of memory of. Yeah. 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 You see this, like this hooded figure, he's giving this chalice full of white lilies that represent innocence to this, you know, and they're the tiny people. This is a girl in the card who's receiving this chalice. Exactly. And it's, this man is is giving her the flowers. And I see this as women like Kathy and Bryce, whose innocence has been shattered in a way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or it's and, you know, these this could be a fucked up reframing of real trauma and real abuse. I think so. The same way we've seen with like a lot uh, or the same way we suspect we've mm-hmm. seen with a lot of the alien abduction cases. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the words of Elton John, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> <laughs> what What are we talking about next week? Next week, we'll, we'll be talking about more Project Monarch victims because there's oh, many. And we're going to be doing like, I want to do sort of a fun little game. <laughs> where we like <laughs> Maybe a Project Monarch bingo of some kind. Okay, okay. Because... 
they all include the same story beats. It is a script yeah. by now. Like the the tropes have been established. So this is sort of another thing that has a dark heart and then metastasizes it's and taken on a life of its out. own. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So next time we'll be exploring all the different ways that it's the the tentacles have spread out. Then the the egregore of um of Project Monarch is George Herbert Walker Bush doing the noodle dance to the Ghostbusters theme. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Give us a rating. Yes, please. Uh, it's the best way to help the show. A five-star rating on wherever you wherever you listen to, to us. When uh, you do it, I can feel it. I can feel when someone gives us a five-star. My body like rushes with a, a yeah. nice tingly feeling. I become all warm and happy. So please, just give me a, you know, sometime randomly this week. Just do it and I'll yeah. feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Mm, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care, guys. Take care. Until next time. Bye.